pass your essays to the front, and then front row, please stack the essays in the done work bin, just on top of the tissues, a used coffee filter, and what's left of my moons over my hammy. Welcome to Video High, your B-movie education. Today's assignment is the 1991 adventure dog flick, Bingo! But before we let the dogs out, let's do the roll call. Jamie Kennedy? I've got two, so... Um, <laughs> You're going to A-B it? Yeah, I'm going to A-B it because one seemed <laughs> okay. obvious, and so I assumed if someone else had that joke, you could cut it. Actually, they both seem obvious. Neither of these are great, but they were written beforehand, and Don't that's Don't sell yourself short. Let's hear it first, okay. at least. It's <clears throat> a lot of preamble. Who's a good movie? Who's a good movie? You are. Yes, you are. Good movie. Uh, and then there was a movie from my youth I could barely remember. B-I-N-G-O. 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 Why did my parents let me watch this? <laughs> Those were good. Casey Regan. Rot roll, Rob Reiner. <laughs> Looks like some real makers figured out the right recipe for the movie Rorth. <laughs> Rest and rog. <laughs> Greg Hansen. This movie plays out like an early era Tom Waits song, complete with a lot of drinking, fucking, and jailbreaking, <laughs> and harmonica. And harmonica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this harmonica is right. It's also and accordion. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Josh Roth. The Wikipedia for Bingo's plot synopsis has this following disclaimer. This article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improve it by removing unnecessary details and making it more concise. <laughs> and if that doesn't describe the movie in a nutshell, I don't know what does. Good luck, idiots. <laughs> There are some dogs that cannot be caught. It's not that they're faster or stronger than other dogs. They're just touched by something extra. One such dog was Bingo. The legend of Bingo starts, as all great American tales do, at a traveling circus. Did we have to stop at the circus? If we stay too long, we'll miss kickoff of the Packers game. Relax, we've got plenty of time before the game. Days, in fact. Or weeks, it's kind of unclear. Oh boy, oh boy, I can't wait to get Hal Devlin's autograph. That's the new kicking guy, right? The one who never wears a shoe on his prized right foot? He's the best. Or uh, he's the worst. Uh, or he's both. In any case, he's been traded 76 times this season. That's a world record. 76? Jesus, that must be hell on his family. Oh, not at all. He's actually got a very supportive family. In fact, his sons Chucky and Chicky are... Hold up. Did you just say Chicky? Yes, Chicky. Just chicken. <laughs> Step right up, step right up. Come see Bingo, the bestest boy. Oh, oh puppy. puppy! 
Those two just can't resist a dog, can they? That's a Pavlovian response. Despite his superior intellect beyond most humans, Bingo was treated none too kindly by those circus folk. Watch as Bingo, the bestest boy, jumps through a flaming hoop. And if he doesn't, I'll shoot him. Oh dear God! Somebody call animal services! Relax, I'm sure it's loaded with blanks. And folks, these are not blanks! <laughs> Ready? Set! This is pretty high stakes for a traveling circus. Circus! <laughs> Damn it, but I said... Circus! Well, that was visually exciting. Now let's hit the road. Woo, Packers! I'm just glad Pingo made it out of there alive. I hope he finds a family. For a brief, beautiful moment, Bingo tasted freedom. <laughs> but like all good folktales, it was only the first stop in a series of hijinks. Couldn't we have stopped at a place that doesn't smell like piss? Well, truckers always know the best spots to eat. You guys are gonna try some good old-fashioned roadside cuisine before it all disappears forever. <laughs> all right, Yanks. I got two American dogs, one German Shepherd dog, <laughs> and one Maltese dog for the lady. Tiki? Did you really have to name all the hot dogs after actual dogs? Listen, pal, I don't tell you how to run your roadside dive. What in the name of football is going on back there? No! My supplies, I'm ruined! Duke's hot dogs are dogs! They're made of dogs! Good lord, there's a lot of dog violence being played for laughs on this road trip. <laughs> Wait, was that Bingo leading the pack? But the circus was hundreds of miles away. Did he travel three states to get here? Like I said, truckers know the best spots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bingo had brought the joy of freedom to another wacky locale, but his journey was far from over. I take it back. The hot dog's bark is worse than its bite. The police say a dog called in the hostage situation. <laughs> you think that could have been Bingo? But then the dog was sent to jail as an accomplice to the crime. That doesn't really sound like Bingo. And then the dog staged a jailbreak. He's currently on the loose and is considered armed and adorable. <laughs> now that sounds like Bingo. In other news, tomorrow the Packers welcome their newest player. We got snacks! The only good part of any sports game. Did we miss anything? Shh! He's about to come on. Please welcome the new place kicker of the Green Bay Packers, Hal Devlin! We, we love you, Hal Devlin! Oh, dear God, no! What's happening down there? Can, can anyone see? Someone check on Hal's foot! Folks, I am getting word that little Chucky Devlin has been held hostage. If Hal doesn't throw the game, they're going to blow up his son. This is truly a grim day for football. Oh, but uh, wait, wait. Now I'm being told that Hal is going to persevere and go through with the game. Knowing his son is in danger, he's still going to play? That's football for you. It is? I'm sure it'll be fine. And that it was, Greg. That it was. 
How do I know that? Why, I was the kidnapped little boy with the terrible family. <laughs> I was rescued by the fire department, and the bomb was taken to a safe distance, all by a dog. And Bingo was his name-o. <laughs> That's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. His name is Bingo. He's a dog. He just needs a little boy to play frisbee with. The only thing that dog's gonna catch is a bullet. His name's Chucky. He needs a dog because nothing comes between a dog and a dog's best friend. Bingo. Can I keep him, Dad? Just as soon as we have him neutered. <laughs> This movie was so much more insane than I thought it was going to be based on the cover, Bingo, a dog wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. But I see that cover and I'm like, that's the coolest dog ever. And then it delivers. So you can't say it's false advertising. There's a moment early in the film when Chucky and Bingo are united for the first time and they go skateboarding and fishing and stuff. And the cover of the movie makes it seem like that's the majority of the movie. <laughs> yes. And then what we get is like a fever dream, backwoods, like deliverance style nightmare of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. It's, it's follow that bird by way of Home Alone, by way of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh, there is a good amount of Home Alone in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, the poster says the movies have a bona fide new star, Bingo, a sort of canine Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> That's what? the Wait, poster. What? <laughs> what? How is he a canine Macaulay Culkin? Because Home Alone was really popular and they wanted to bank everything on that. Macaulay Culkin's big thing was that he was cute. Dogs are cute. Same thing. Yeah. He causes mischief. You're rooting for him. I, okay, I guess that's... That's yeah, about it. I guess he almost kills a lot of people. Okay, yes, he almost kills a lot of people, but also there are maybe three characters in this movie that don't try to kill him at some point in time. It is insane how much the 90s hated dogs, apparently. Yes, people are willing to shoot dogs immediately. Yes. <laughs> Jamie literally turned to me and said, we loved threatening animals in the 90s. Like, even just like passing characters are like, you better watch yourself, bingo, or I'll shoot you dead. <laughs> I ended the last episode with the admission that the, the, the weak point in my armor when it comes to just blindly enjoying things is talking and threatening to animals as if they're people. And, and Greg, I feel like you took advantage of that. I feel like you took advantage of that personal information. This was an attack. I feel very vulnerable in how much I loved this movie. When the dog does the DUI test, that's when you're like, oh, he's just a human. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is treating him like Brian from Family Guy, basically. <laughs> Conveniently a dog when you need him to be a dog. Mostly a human. Yeah. The movie treats him like a human. They say he's a dog. There's a moment when he calls in the hostage situation <laughs> where he's barking into the phone and the and the woman on the other line is like, I'm sorry, sir, your dog is all I can hear. And so he uses Morse code. But then the movie presumes 
that maybe she's just not bilingual because (laughs) when they're in the courtroom, he testifies. He testifies by barking, and that's not only admissible, (laughs) but is read back. Admissible and incriminating. Right, used against him. We just have to assume that in this world, dogs are treated exactly the same as humans because they put Bingo into human jail and book him with a sheet that has like a dog intake form <laughs> and then a height chart with various dogs. He wakes up at a human hospital. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He somehow relays the entire story of the movie to a random woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I think has sex with her, right? They had sex. Did they? They definitely had yes. sex. They yes. They absolutely yes. fucked. Yes. There's one thing I know about this movie uh, and about Bingo is that Bingo fucks. Bingo fucks, <laughs> yeah. It's one of the first things they show us. It's true. That's true. And it's one of the last things that they tell us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that he can no longer fuck. <laughs> well, not that he can no longer, but soon. <laughs> <laughs> His days are numbered. Yeah, his fucking days are numbered. We'll we'll talk about the circus, but it's crazy to me that the movie starts out with him being a rejected circus dog when he is arguably more talented at most things than most humans. Yeah, it's but it's old hat. They're like, that don't impress me much. <laughs> Your dog named Bingo? That don't, don't impress, impress me much. much. Yeah, what does Bingo have to do? So Bingo, Bingo. thinks he's Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's got a car. He does drive a car at some point. I guess he doesn't do anything with the bomb, so we can't say he's a rocket scientist. But (laughs) damn it, I bet a sequel would be sending Bingo to space. Yes. Oh, absolutely. The the almost promised sequel, yes. The end of the film announces the sequel, Bingo's Big Fix, which was never produced after this film did not make enough money in theaters. Oh, well, we were robbed. Bingo's Big Fix is an upsetting title. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I do love that it didn't do well in theaters, but it has been on blockbuster shelves for a time immemorium. Like, if we went up to the last blockbuster, I'm sure it would be there. Oh, that would be I great. wasn't surprised to see it on Greg's shelf. Like, just like, <laughs> yes, this is where you belong. This is your home. <laughs> it belongs amongst the other VHS yeah. 90s movies. And it's better than a lot of them. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's a wild movie because it's both absolutely batshit insane and also has a fair degree of both pun unavoidable pedigree (laughs) involved, but also panache. This is still in that beautiful, sweet zone of kids' movies where they're not yet too jaded like Mm -hmm. they're still Mm -hmm. trying to make good ass movies out of this Mm -hmm. and i mean the movie you know had a 10 million dollar budget so it's like wow not a high budget movie but also not a nothing like they like they were able to you know david rash some of the best dog training i've ever seen on film like i wish i wish we could capture that today less uh cgi dog mouth moving and more of everything that happened in this movie 
with the occasional assist from a little puppet paw that comes in <laughs> to, to wipe away a, a window. Or, or knock on a door. Yeah. <laughs> Call, dial a phone. God, these filmmakers were Michelangelo's with a fake dog paw. Oh. <laughs> it is crazy. I didn't think about this because this was not a movie I grew up with, but this does predate Homeward Bound by two years. Really? Wow. I was just about to say, I think why this movie fails as like a box office success is the same reason why it succeeds as like a oddball piece of comedy because the attitudes towards dogs had not made the homeward bound turn. Mm. That movie yeah. taught us Interesting. that jo- dogs weren't just lovable friends. They were beings deserving of the utmost protection. Yes. <laughs> they were uh, <laughs> angels. Society having collectively decided all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good point, Josh. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, when's that movie from? I'm looking. It was 1989. It was before this, oh, God technically. Damn it. damn it. But All Dogs Go to Heaven 2 was 1996. Oh, well, see? When the lesson really... When the lesson really... <laughs> yeah, like in 1994, you get the feature film remake of Lassie. That was pretty important in my household. Wow, so dogs became a real they staple were, of yeah. family film right after this. I think it's Homeward Bound that culturally has the biggest resonance for us giving a shit about dogs. <laughs> I think before that, humans, historically, you'll find... We didn't like dogs all that much. <laughs> didn't we'd, trust them. We'd shoot them at any given chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The same year Bingo comes out is the animated cartoon Rover Dangerfield, which was also important the to my youth. The same year? Uh, which what are you is... talking about? Okay, do you not know, <laughs> do you not know, do you know what do Rover Dangerfield is? Do you know what Rover Dangerfield is? <laughs> yes, I watched it a lot. Thank you. And yes, it is a dog voiced by Rodney Dangerfield, learning how to be a family dog. He He's a Vegas show dog. But also in Rover Dangerfield, <laughs> the movie begins with him getting thrown off a bridge in a bag, attempting to drown him. So to Casey's point, yes, we, we, <laughs> Lord. Yeah, we, were, fine. we were fine with harm done to dogs until Homeward Bound happened. <laughs> I wouldn't say we as a culture totally accepted it, but it seems like stories of dogs being put in bags and thrown into river was just like <laughs> so ubiquitous you could start truly any dog story with it. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a bag out of the river, there's probably a dog in it. And that dog <laughs> can sing. <laughs> that dog can raise your children. Yep. Predict the lottery. Yep. Yeah, exactly. We're throwing our best and brightest dogs into the river. <laughs> Hello and voila, people of Video High. It is I, the amazing Steve, star animal trainer extraordinaire and groomer to Hollywood's pooches. Why not ditch the Saturday morning cartoons and join me for some real entertainment? This weekend, bring your entire family to the opening credits family circus. <laughs> we have a moon bounce for the kiddies, fire eaters and jugglers for the young at heart, clowns for absolutely no one. We even have no talent dog nailing hacks like the Swami Ramjani to amaze you by lying down on an uncomfortable mattress. <laughs> but the headliners will be my three perfectly pampered poodles. Ooh and ah, as I and my disparately attractive life partner and assistant lead my beauties through death-defying feats of acrobatics. That is, unless that flea-ridden, worm-carrying excuse for an employee of mine, Bingo, doesn't bugger it all up, the mangy mutt. 
I rescue it from being tied in a bag and sent down the river, and all I ask is that it uses its incredible paw dexterity, <laughs> human-level perception, and inexhaustive list of talents to fetch my poodle's water. He'll always find a way to cocker spaniel it up, and tonight of all nights, when network people are coming, I'll finally be able to live my dream of getting well-bathed dogs to stand on ramps on prime-time television. <laughs> oh, my worst nightmare would be something happening to one of my cute little poodles. I'd probably have to throw a white bath mat on Bingo and have him sub in for one of the girls. He just sabotage my career and dreams and freeze up in front of the flaming ring of death because of that ridiculous ridiculous, heartbreaking puppyhood trauma he sustained when his mother died of smoke inhalation in a pet store fire. Ooh, like it's some big loss. What do you think, a town would erect a memorial statue to some dog mother? No. All I've done for him, that dog just wants to humiliate me. That's why tonight, if things don't go my way, we're going to play a bit of fetch with the business end of my scoped hunting rifle. <laughs> and if that mongrel can somehow get away through sheer shtick alone, I hope I never see it again. I hope it ends up finding some other pathetic creature to lash onto. Perhaps another runt named something 90s and ludicrous like Chucky. Some kid just trying to keep up with his older brother, Chicky or whatever, and friends fatefully misjudging a ramp and crashing headfirst onto the stony rock bed of a river. Bingo, I'm sure, having some sort of shared sympathy for the drowned, will no doubt pull the boy to safety and deliver a doggy people's elbow of CPR down onto the lad. The boy will come to only to pass out at the sight of Bingo, and if I had to continue guessing as to how I think this hypothetical situation would go, I'd probably say, I don't know, Chucky would wake up to realize Bingo the dog had stripped him completely nude, tied up a laundry line and left both their clothes and collars to dry. I just know Bingo would do something creepy like that. Hey, I don't like it. I'm not that type of groomer. <laughs> but this, I'm sure, would make the two friends for life. And then, let's see, again, coming up with this, bup, bup, bup. I don't know, then I think a grizzly bear would probably appear. Yeah, that's it. A grizzly bear would appear and chase Chucky and Bingo up a tree. That way, the boy would miss dinner, and that would upset and worry his mother, but not his father. No, not Daddy. Daddy never worries or cares, no. He wouldn't be able to understand his son's passion for animals or creative spirit, because he's probably something ridiculous like uh, the, the field goal kicker for the Denver Broncos or something. And all he thinks about is kicking things and win-loss records in his own bloody foot. But what about my dreams, father? What would you do, wait until next morning to even see if Chucky had returned home and isn't mauled by a bear or stumbling drug-fucked down the alleyway of a Venice Beach dog pound? <laughs> Daddy. Anyway, then Chucky would probably sneak Bingo into his house despite his father's hatred for animals. 
And the family won't even look at him. They'll treat him as if it's another normal day. Father missing field goals and boys heading to school. And then he'll come home to finally let the dog pee in an extended sequence that'll make you wonder when the movie starts. <laughs> is, is this the movie? Yes, for a little while it will be because we go directly into a montage, baby. With arcades and canine pornography, edible cold creams, broken trophies. And Bingo will leave a little trophy of his own for the dad to slip on in the driveway <laughs> after a game of hide-and-seek that reveals Chucky's own childhood trauma and deep separation anxiety. <laughs> but he gets home, the family will then confront him about the dog, which he'll deny, and then be sent up to his room to pack for the father's trade to the Green Bay Packers. Bingo won't take it seriously at all, though. Not that dirty mutt. He just wants to get his cock in a cocker spaniel. <laughs> and while the dog may get his bone, he'll lose his home. For the next morning, the family will load up the station wagon and leave. Bingo! <laughs> Champagne hungover. He'll chase after the family, and the father will speed away, disappearing onto that endless highway. Bingo will create a gridlock and be pulled over by a police officer who will deliver a field sobriety test, letting the dog off with a warning, but threatening to run it over if he ever sees it again. Because what the hell was going on with dogs back now? Bingo's the dog that's chasing the car. He knows what to do when he catches it. Calm the mewling Chucky, who is missing his friends so much. He is leaking all bodily fluid, whether it be tears or the vast amounts of urine. <laughs> Chucky is spreading across the continental United States to create a scent trail for Bingo to follow, leading all the way to a roadside eatery called Duke's, where the dad gleefully feeds his family all manner of hot dogs. Get it? Pun? No! It's dogs! For when Chucky sneaks off to piss, he sees Duke's restaurant is filled with cages and cages of dogs to be turned into snossage links. Bingo, driven on by only the sweet, sweet smell of boy piss, comes upon Duke's restaurant and is put into a cage. What will Bingo do to get out of this? Oh, Dig, right, he's a dog, he'll dig under the cage, and he gets out, he releases all the other dogs, they gang up on Duke and his wife, put them in the back of a truck, speed them into their own restaurant, again, I'm all, I'm just thinking what might happen, should the show not go right tonight, do you think I'm going too quick? through that plot point well welcome to the movie bingo baby <laughs> he'd run off down the highway into something ridiculous like i don't know an iris wipe or something i don't know again i'm just thinking what would happen if oh god forbid something bad happens to my show tonight am i taking the actions of a dog too personally <laughs> i loved the mincing Dog hating dog groomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he saved him and employed Bingo. But, but like him. resents 
every moment that this dog lives with. And has somehow been able to bag like Angie Everhart. Yes. <laughs> I love the rug that they put on Bingo as a poodle costume during the literal dog and pony show. The dog and pony show that primetime networks are looking to put on TV. Lawrence Welk was like 30 years ago. This is not going <laughs> to happen for you. Yeah, right. You got one of OK Go's most forgettable music videos, and otherwise we as this culture have really moved on from dog tricks on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that the network was like public access, like the guys who are like, yeah, you can, you can get a show on primetime here or whatever. Just not on nights where the town council's meeting. You're wrong, Steve. He was afraid. Something about that fire scared him. So he's not a circus dog, Steve. Is that a crime? He just needs a family that loves and cares for him. A little boy to play frisbee with. Frisbee? Yeah. The only thing that dog's gonna catch is a bullet. No! Run, Bingo! Run for cover! It's crazy to me that this... Everything's crazy. That this genius dog would be shunted aside. He's not a purebred. He's a mutt. (sighs) He's trash. Right. So purist. <laughs> He's trash. <laughs> but look at that punum. He's so cute. The world that this movie exists in is one where like a night out is watching some dogs walk up a ramp and jump through a hoop, right? A flaming hoop. A, a flaming hoop. <laughs> yes, you're right. But what about showing the dog that can operate like an irrigation system? (laughs) (laughs) What about the dog that can do square roots? Yeah, and Morse code. Not interesting. Nope. Also, who built that statue to his mom? Yes, yes. Bingo's tragic backstory is he was caught in a pet store fire that they seemed to get everyone out except his mom. And then this dog got a like marble grave site bigger than most humans. It's it's a spectacle. Yeah, a memorial. And it says, beloved mother. I I mean, I'll say the statues deserve it because that was a a shockingly heartbreaking shot for me. Oh my God. The the shot of the (laughs) dead dog tumbled out of a kennel cage in the middle of a fire. This movie is brutal. (laughs) This movie is brutal as shit. I don't know. In in one mind, I I think it's crazy that all this stuff is in this movie. But, like, I don't know what the the line is Mm. other (laughs) than, like, watching it now being like, y'all looked at the line, gleefully ran past it in in every (laughs) such direction. But, like, you do have to establish stakes and you do have to establish a world. And this movie does both really well and functions... Similar to like a black comedy would in the ratcheting of wildness, screenwriting wise, I don't know why this feels so wild other Mm. than, yeah, it's crazy for like a PG movie to be like, let's point huge guns at dogs at any moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but the the sausages for me is Oh, I mean cuz it's line. horrifying. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I think that's the line for me. Like and the fact that that happens nay 30 minutes into less, the movie and less. less, right? It was like 15, 20 and is not even the craziest thing that happens in this film. I definitely watched this movie, but I don't remember a lot of it. 
And I'm realizing the part I remember the most is the beginning circus stuff. <laughs> and a part of me wonders if after they pointed a gun at the dog, whether I or my parents turned this movie <laughs> off and maybe I didn't watch the rest of it. Oh my God, it's, it seems it's possible. It's It seems possible. Bingo's such a great comedy character. Like it's a like a human character that like American film comedy was still like, 10 years away from mm. doing <laughs> this movie is bubble boy right not that bubble boy is the like gold standard but like this movie is joe dirt this movie is oh, like wow. uh, this movie is like the average joe hero that's understated he's also but... like an idiot savant mm -hmm. right right <laughs> the only reason he's an idiot savant is because he's a dog so. right yeah in this case the, it's because he does not have a human brain yeah everyone's saying he's an idiot but actually it's like no he's probably smarter than everyone in this movie <laughs> It's interesting to write a character who is A, a dog, and B, incredibly capable and self-sufficient, because then as a screenwriter, you have to write increasingly crazy scenarios for the capable creature to get itself out well, of. Well, I wonder if a lot of the script, because it's so many vignettes, how much of it was retrofit to the dog's abilities? Like, did oh. they have a brainstorming session where they're like, okay, so what can she do? Also, Bingo was a girl. Interesting. Makes a makes a shot in this first act so inter a decision so yes, interesting. It does. It does. <laughs> when Chucky like Checks the genitalia. Out. And then she goes, Yep. Bingo, errs. And then, like, gets down there, like, really gets under that dog to be like, nope, that's a dick, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if there was, like, a whiteboard somewhere that was like, dog can hop on two legs. Okay. Like, like kind of like how Mission Impossible uh. is retrofit <laughs> to the stunt. Like, they came mm. up with a bunch of stunts and then stitched together the plot surrounding it. Actually, that would make a lot of sense, <laughs> especially considering how windy the plot. Yeah. Is. Like it goes places, but I'm never clear how, which is why it reminds me a lot of Big Fish, mm -hmm. which is why I aped it for the book report. <laughs> the epic sprawling tale that involves a bunch of different locales and problems to be solved that then doesn't really have a purpose in the end. It just sort of wraps up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm worried, Hal. It's not like Chucky to be late for dinner. He's just manipulating us again. Manipulating us? How? May I have you excused? Because he knows we'll be worried. Then why should I pretend I'm not worried if he's thinking I'm worried anyway, since he's not here to see me pretending I'm not worried? Please, may I be excused? Why do you have to make everything so difficult for Natalie? He'll show up. And if he's locked himself inside the pet store again? Yeah. Simple. Mom. We leave him there. Help. No, no, no. Help. I will not be sandbagged on this. I'm done, okay? I hate animals. And he knows that. Right now, I'm worried about our son. We don't hear something by morning. Morning? The thing that's crazy about this movie, besides everything, is <laughs> Bingo and Chucky are two dyed-in-the-wool good people. Everybody else... <laughs> is in the cast of, like, a Harmony Corinne movie. Yes! They're all both horrifying, terrible narcissists. His parents do not check on him for a full day. They just leave him in the woods. Till the newspaper says it's sunrise, which is so fun. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. His, his parents are the reason that they used to have commercials that said, it's 10 p.m. Do, Do you, you know, know where, where your children, children are? are? No, stop asking. <laughs> yeah. That's the latchkey kid movement. 
you know yeah. like have some faith in the kid all right they're being little punk bitches that aren't coming home on time so they're gonna have to learn a lesson also chicky the olden brother just leaves his brother to chicky and chucky i hate yes, that name these so parents much hate their it's children that name. Yeah. it's so bad truckers always know the best spots to eat you guys are gonna try some good old-fashioned roadside cuisine before it disappears forever Two American dogs. All right. One Polish style dog. Mm. And a Chinese dog for the lady. You want soy sauce on that, hun? It's quite a selection, huh, guys? I have to take a leak. May I be excused? This boy has a bladder the size of a walnut. I, like I haven't gone that. once. I don't like he hasn't gone, have you? That's what he said. No, I don't want you have you gone? It. it happens so quick, the whole hot dog business, right? Well, because first you're processing, okay, they're eating hot dogs. Then you're processing, does that hot dog have lo mein on it? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're just making like a hot dogs joke. And then it's like, oh, but there's actually dogs. Oh, no. But wait. Chucky is pissed on something. He's leading Bingo to slaughter. <laughs> oh my God. The trail of piss across the country is so bananas. So weird. It's a, a front heavy P movie. Uh, like, P does not come <laughs> back later, but it is brought up a lot in this first act. We're not afraid of bodily horror or humor here in bingo no no <laughs> we're not afraid to get visceral and guttural in this movie which i never don't appreciate nope there's poop that hal slips on yep and you know what that's having a dog as as you too well know yep. you just gotta be you gotta be ready for ju for juices and goops it's yeah it's so a lot of it true. i don't like it the dog acting in this movie is so good yeah the dog stumbling down the hot highway Oh my it god! It's so good. This dog <laughs> can act. Did we find out if this dog was in anything? I ca else? I keep trying. Usually, maybe we should look at the credits and see what Bingo's name was or something. Because Name usually you can find that. But I. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very good dog actor. Very good dog. She was a very good girl. I understand it's you know doing tricks and hitting marks, but it's called turning tricks. Gross, Josh. Gross, Josh. <laughs> hey, Josh. Gross. This movie has enough sexualizing of dogs for me. Thanks, Josh. Yes. So, gross. Yeah, the dog porn was certainly a choice uh, as well. We had dog porn. Yeah, we, we had, had the his walk of shame back home after uh, sleeping with the- Two consenting the... dog adults. That's fine, you know. <laughs> a moment of, I thought, genius dog direction was Bingo crawls out of that doghouse. A, a champagne bottle is dropped out. <laughs> yeah. Bingo's had a, a romantic evening with a neighbor spaniel. Does like a, a big stretch. Big stretch. <laughs> Does a big, good stretch. And then when Bingo realizes that the family's leaving and starts to run, I assume someone's in the doghouse like holding onto the spaniel because the spaniel like makes to move but then is stopped. I was like, what? That's like... You've given ethos to a dog movement <laughs> in a way that I was not like. The, no, bingo. No, don't go, bingo. It was like a, Stay here with me. Purposeful or not, it, the My effect babies. was great. They need to know their father. <laughs> he tossed them away. That's why it's called a litter. Whoa. <laughs> Casey, gross. Just like, just like this movie, you're, you're operating on this movie's level. That's all I'll say. I, I, again, uh, this is another issue for me, y'all, where 
I just really liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's tough to talk about something you only like for me for some reason. <laughs> uh, that's my problem. That's my childhood trauma. <laughs> I at one point watched all the bad movies I owned burned in a fire maybe because I can only I can only talk about them. The hot dog scene, not a huge fan of, but even that ends triumphantly with yep. Bingo releasing all of the dogs and attempting oh. vehicular manslaughter on the owners. Yep. <laughs> And has within it the most surreal this movie gets, which is all the other dogs yes. in cages, yes. <laughs> like yes. like having m little mirrors oh to God. watch, like yes. in prison, <laughs> to watch the, the new dog, to watch Bingo get put in the cage. Yes. The fake dog arm movement, like stuff in this movie, is unbelievable. It's my favorite, it's my favorite part. Artistry. I had to hit pause. Just to... Oh, you stole a joke of mine. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has gone to the dogs. This, this, this the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Sleazy Pete. You know, the guy who most assuredly did not have a dog when I was a kid. I'm here to tell you to keep your nose clean and to give you the act two synopsis. After the breakout of the pen, the pooches must say goodbye. And back on the road, Bingo goes. Chucky keeps peeing up a storm, whizzing on anything and everything during their cross-country road trip. This leads our good boy to a campground? Parking lot? I don't know, but he's <laughs> rooting around the garbage, and he's found by a couple of really nice-looking young men. One of whom is one of the bad guys from Wayne's World, and the other looks like he's a Sugar Ray super fan. They're Lenny and Eli, and Lenny brings Bingo back to their great Winnebago. It turns out these upstanding men are actually a couple of felons, and they've napped some kids and their folks and have them hogtied in the bathroom of their mobile home. Now, despite Lenny feeding Bingo, Bingo turns on both of them and phones the police, but unfortunately... The operator doesn't speak donkey. <laughs> I need to state this here because in a few scenes, a prosecutor and judge do speak donkey. <laughs> but in this instance, Bingo uses Morse code to relay the message and helps the family escape their restroom confines. The cops come rushing in, guns blazing. Without their hostages, Eli uses Bingo as his hostage. Thankfully, the cops along with everyone else in this movie, hate dogs and fire upon the suspects <laughs> with an incredible ray of firepower, and they quickly throw up the white flag. Despite the police's dogged refusal get it, to not shoot at the dog, Bingo is hailed as a hero and put on TV. The family says they're going to give him a good home, and Chucky sees Bingo on TV and writes him a letter. After a short stint... In the abject terror of the twin six-year-old girls who cannot settle on a name and force him to play baby, Bingo is subpoenaed and put on the witness stand. Did you know that the P in PG stands for prosecution? Interesting, huh? <laughs> After testifying against Lenny and Eli, the defense cross-examines Bingo and makes the argument that actually he was the one who held up the armored car and framed his clients. With no alibi, 
He doesn't give an answer to the question and is thrown in the clink. Since there are mugshot outlines for dog heights, we must assume <laughs> that many dogs have done some hard time. There he meets Four Eyes, his bunkside neighbor who befriends him and Bingo starts digging out. Bingo gets Chucky's letter and they read it while on laundry duty the next day. Now Chucky has a bit of an ownership issue, saying Bingo will always be his dog, <laughs> while it is made abundantly clear through the rest of the movie that Bingo can do whatever the hell he wants, <laughs> whenever he wants to. But right as Four Eyes is getting to the informational bit in the letter, Lenny and Eli are there to take the letter and chew up the last bit. Four Eyes starts in on Eli, and Lenny pulls a shiv. Well, unfortunately, he brought a shiv to a machete fight. <laughs> but Four Eyes brought a small machete to a big machete fight. And it's an all-out war in the laundry room until the guard comes in to break it up. That night, Bingo and Four Eyes are busted out. And they ultimately head their separate ways, leaving Bingo with the scent of Chucky's letter to trace through the convoluted postal system. <laughs> Bingo arrives at the hotel where Chucky posted the letter and is taken in by a kindly Peg Bundy type whose deal we never actually get a sense of. <laughs> she asked the owner of the motel where the family was heading, and he happened to know, uh, well, it's Green Bay. So she packs him up a farewell gift box and send him on his little doggy way. The empty box is found in the trash by Eli and Letty, who have been tracking him ever since they themselves sprung from prison. And they will stop at nothing until they rough him up a little. Nice. nice. That's my boy. That's my boy. Good boy, Greg. That's a boy, Greg. Good boy. That's a good pun. One thing I didn't say in my synopsis is there is a brief scene where after he's taken in by the kindly lady in the motel, he gets doggy schnoz surgery. Does he, though? Which is presented as a nightmare. Yeah. Which is funny. At the very- Because the doctor because shows the up at the end. end the doctor yes. says, I think he's going to be all right. Which either posits that the end of the movie- where everything is okay and everyone has come to visit him is either a hallucination or a dream. Oh my or God. That he actually did get nose surgery. This movie is big fish. <laughs> everyone from yeah. the entire movie <laughs> comes to the funeral. Real yes. or fictional coming to the funeral at the end. It's, yep. it's just big fish. Ryan, you don't know what part of it is was lived, what part of it was imagined. Yep. It's all a part of one beautiful tapestry. Right. Oh my God, Greg, I'm so glad you brought that up because. I watched the third act of this movie twice through this today to, to write my synopsis. And when that doctor showed up, I'm like, why does he look so familiar? Was he in another part of the movie? And I completely forgot about the rhinoplasty uh, nightmare. Well, no, it's a doggoplasty. Mm. Yeah. Bad, I, Greg. I said, bad, I said, bad, pun. Bad, <laughs> bad pun, Greg. No. <laughs> no. Go to your I court. said, doggoplasty. Rub, no, rub his nose in it. Oh, rub his nose Someone in the pun. Get the sprayer bottle. Get the sprayer bottle. <laughs> Getting a little goosey, aren't you, Lenny? Can you blame me? We okay, gotta... okay. Club him and let's get some sleep. Club him? He's not a harp seal. What's the matter with you, Eli? Didn't you have a dog when you were a kid? 
What's next? Save the whales? You know, it wouldn't hurt you to sign a petition every once in a while. What for? We're felons. We can't vote. That doesn't mean we can't contribute in other ways. I bet you're hungry, huh, guy? Hey, smart too, huh? <laughs> What's smart about waking up the whole damn countryside? Come on, we'll get you some chow, okay? Kurt Fuller and the other guy, the two, the the bad guy, the, what, the crooks. What, they, the, we, the felons. The crooks. I only ever wrote them down as the felons. I know they had names, but I always I only, was like the felons did this. I only ever got one of their names. I only ever got Eli. I didn't Lenny guess and the Eli. One. It's just so funny that they're what sticks, right? Of all the yeah. characters thrown at this yeah. movie, they're they're the pieces of pasta that finally stick to the wall to let us know it's done, right? You're right. They're the only ones that train send different vignettes it's my thing y'all them going up to a dog <laughs> in a human prison and being like well 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 <laughs> that was one of the funniest things it i've ever seen so funny threatening a dog in prison is so funny with increasingly <laughs> larger knives <laughs> yeah i know that lenny and eli are you know they kidnapped a family they're they are bad guys but I mean, Bingo did tattle on them. <laughs> they also kidnapped a family from The Sims, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they kidnapped uh, a family of nightmares, is what they kidnapped. Those those yeah. people, uh, they shouldn't exist on this planet. They deserved it. They yeah. deserved it, is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I forgive them the moment it was revealed. Because we meet... Lenny and Eli or whatever, and I'm excited because it's Kurt Fuller. Yeah. And I, I was like, how do I know that name when it came up in the opening credits? Then I saw that character actor's face. I was like, that face. Yep. <laughs> I know that face. <laughs> yep. And they take him into their stolen home, and they feed him their stolen food, and like <laughs> they give this dog trust. And how does Bingo repay them? By calling the cops. Mm, good point, Jamie. Where's loyalty? Dogs are supposed to be loyal. <laughs> if there has been one thing proven in this movie is that Bingo is loyal to Bingo. <laughs> but I just I loved when they were like uh, going through the food and being like, "Ooh, Velveeta is like I'm gonna make nachos with that." Well, you need chips for nachos. Then they like look around. Open the bathroom door, <laughs> bathroom <laughs> framed perfectly, yeah. the family huddled together. You guys got chips? <laughs> <laughs> they were some of the best comic relief bad guys I've ever seen. Up there with Home Alone. Yeah, the fact that they're the ones to stick around is very funny, right? Because you're right, Jamie. It's the it's it could have been any of them, right? Like it could have been once. Bingo saved the people on TV. Fucking Steve, the circus guy, could have been like, I need you for my show. Yeah, I was expecting you know, that, honestly. The Simpsons turn. Yeah, Duke could have, like, be coming back for mm. revenge. Yep. I am surprised Duke survived. I expected Duke to die in a fire. Or maybe I just wanted him to. <laughs> well, this movie will traumatize people, but won't out and out kill anybody. It is, yeah, no, it is like an episode true. of the AD. No, mom. <laughs> Off screen <laughs> and in flashback. <laughs> but everyone else, it's you know, it's like they shoot a lot of bullets, but they don't they don't be hitting anybody. Right, right. Stormtrooper logic. Yes. And oh boy, do they shoot bullets. Very Those accurate. cops very accurate for nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Yep. When Eli pulls the gun on Bingo <laughs> and is like holding him hostage and the cops are like, All right. <laughs> Just a, it was a good comedy fire. beat. It's a good comedy beat. We're okay. Why do you think we got hostages? 
What the hell happened to him? One move and the dog gets it! That, to me, was very educational for my own, my peccadillo, right? Is like, what is it about yelling at animals as if they're people that I love so much? And I think it's the, it's the subversion of the truth that every dog is a, a special, perfect little angel, right? Like, deservative of love and respect because they just give holy love and respect, right? So it's funny to treat them as if they're not that. <laughs> they're surrounded by police and, wanna, and they grab Bingo and, you know, Bingo's let the hostages go. They they grab Bingo and does the, like, wait a minute, where our hostages go? And they do the, like, dog trick where he puts his paws, like, over his <laughs> eyes. Like, I'm embarrassed for releasing your hostages. As they grab, put a gun to him, is like, don't move or the dog gets it. All the cops, like, looking around, being, like, and shrugging and then shooting at the camper. It's so funny because it's just like, yeah, why would we care about? Yeah. <laughs> why, why would we care about that? We barely value human life. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, if you think cops have shot a lot of people, you sh they are not releasing their dog numbers. That is, like, <laughs> oh, that is operation oh, number. God. That's most of what cops do, I, I think. That's probably. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's not much of a subversion of reality in that moment. But... <laughs> I still, I think, yeah, for me, that's what, it was just so funny. It's just so funny to be like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care about this obviously amazing dog. Why would we? Yeah. Why would we treat it like it's a special dog? No, we're gonna, we're gonna shoot at it. We're gonna yell at it. We're gonna in court be like, you're dead, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chair for you, dog. Yeah. Were you present on the night when the Thompson camper was hijacked by two ruthless armored car thieves who held the family captive until the following morning? And are those two thieves present in this courtroom? Would you identify them for us, please? That is not a legal point. Sit, boy, sit. Traitor. Your dog can tell. court reporter read back the dog's testimony in response to his whereabouts on the day in question. <clears throat> I do understand why this movie didn't make money. <laughs> There's a very specific balance between kid humor and adult humor that family movies need to hit in order for that true crossover appeal to happen, right? Yeah. This movie sold itself on kid humor, and what it really had was a lot of sad adult humor that, yeah. like, you need to be... Interesting, okay. But not only, like, sad in the realm of, like, the dog gets shot at and put in prison and bad things keep happening to him. More like sad, like... You need to understand lightly how the legal system works <laughs> yeah. for this to be funny. Like, you right. need to understand that the post office uses circuitous routing <laughs> for their <laughs> letters in order for these jokes to hit. Like, there's yeah. like, oh, wow. It's like, 
It is predicated on a certain amount of adult knowledge. Not only a certain amount of adult knowledge, boring adult knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to have lived a boring life. Yeah, you need to understand failure. (laughs) (laughs) But again, all it needed to be picked up off the blockbuster shelf was to have a cover that has a dog with wearing sunglasses on it. Like, I mean, he does not do. He does not do. Because, like, there was a time when I was 11 or younger, and my sisters were even younger. We were at my grandparents, and we went to Blockbuster to pick out a movie for the evening. Uh, And we picked out Best in Show because there were dogs on the cover. Oh, wow. How'd that go? (laughs) Um, Not great. (laughs) There was a lot. It it opens with, like, two people having sex. Did you look at the rating? Nope. (laughs) My grandmother was like, oh, I heard that's good. And then we rented it and watched it. And we watched the whole thing. What the? She did not turn it off. (laughs) Oh, wow. Cool grandma. Grandma was a cinephile. Put dogs on the cover of of a VHS and kids will take it home. Take that, Cujo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, didn't, I'm trying to remember, but in summer school, he did wear sunglasses, right? The dog wore sunglasses? Wonder Mutt did wear sunglasses. He was cool. So that delivered. On the sunglass wearing dog. You spoiled, selfish. Put on sunglasses. All the things this dog does in this movie, you're disappointed. Doesn't put on sunglasses. Listen, I'm just living in the world of the movie, Casey. I'm not impressed with what this dog can do. I've seen better. Yeah, that's actually, that brings up an interesting. Is it just bingo? We don't know. The only other dogs we saw are a bloodhound that helps track bingo to Wisconsin. We think. We think. Poodles that are show dogs, but we don't see them do anything. And the Cocker Spaniel. Sexy Cocker Spaniel. And all the prisoner dogs from Dukes. Right, right, right. Who are part of the big fish ending at the end. They come Mm, to see. And uh, bingo th- we did hospital. see all of them use mirrors. So they do yeah. have at least the capability of having little puppet hands. Yeah, yeah. A horrifying world where is this isn't like one special dog. That that's just all dogs ha- have Our within class them. second-class citizens. A, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a like human consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> this movie posits a horrifying world where... You know, the nice thing about, you know, in this world, we treat dogs great, but also they're dumb little idiots. Look at that thing in the background there. As, as she picked a up a piece of letter and, picks and up a letter it. To toss as a toy. Uh, the dogs opening your mail. That's a federal crime. <laughs> Fuck it. You hear that, Tiki? You're going to lock up. That's, but see, that's the thing is, the lovely thing about reality is they're beloved and cherished, but they are dumb little idiots. So sometimes you need to put them into a cage because if not, they'll like poop and bite themselves to death. I don't know. what. I, or I've rise up and take over the world that should rightfully be theirs. Or is that it? Are we keeping this <laughs> class of like uh, powerful, thoughtful creatures in, uh, uh, kenneled up? So it's not, I know why the, uh, the cage dog howls. Cage dog howls, yeah. <laughs> Surprise! It's your favorite wet bandit ripoffs back in the picture. I bet you weren't expecting that. After earning our freedom from the big house by escaping, we decided to seek a new purpose in life tracking down that damn dog that put us in prison and straight up murdering him. Hell hath no fury like a dog lover scorned. 
Me and Eli tracked Bingo to Green Bay, home of the Packers, with the help of some discarded cold cream and a bloodhound. In Green Bay, Bingo looks up Chucky's address in the phone book, how much time has passed that warrants them receiving an update in a phone book, and is relieved to almost be at the end of his journey. But a classic rom-com misunderstanding leads Bingo to think that Chucky has moved on to a new whore dog. He is utterly crushed, even though plenty of families have multiple dogs. And he goes to mope around Green Bay to a down-tempo cover of the Bingo theme. Bingo looks for food in the trash, but there's no such thing as a free meal, and so the logic of this movie dictates that he must become a dishwasher to earn his keep, complete with adorable uniform. Hey, we're felons. We're not immune to adorable dog outfits. I watched Wishbone. Lenny and I put up flyers in the greater Green Bay area to try and find the mangy mutt, and Bingo's jealous co-worker ratted him out to us. You know what they say in prison? Snitches get bitches. A.K.A. we leave the third act bloodhound edition in the dishwasher's jilted hands. <laughs> Tracking Bingo to his place of work, me and Eli's dreams almost came to fruition. If it weren't for that meddling kid, Chucky interferes in our business and we had no choice but to kidnap him in order to help us track Bingo. While driving around with him on this hunt, Eli learns that he's the kid of Hal Devlin and we could make way more money holding him for ransom. And by ransom I mean holding him captive to strong arm the field kicker into fixing the game so that we could bet against the Packers and win a bunch of money while blowing up the kid and Bingo simultaneously. <laughs> no really, it's not that complicated a plan, it's a good one. Lenny tied up the kid but did a terrible job of watching him because Bingo had ample opportunities to come in and out of the box factory where we were hiding to bring evidence to his family of the kidnapping. Thankfully, Chucky's family still sucks ass, and despite Bingo's A-plus miming skills, they treat him like a Jehovah's Witness at their front door and dismiss his antics. So Eli called to threaten the Devlins with our master plan, and Father of the Year winner has to ask his coach what matters more, family or football. Truly, we're would-be murderers, but we're almost not the worst people in this movie. <laughs> On Bingo's third attempt to get evidence from Chucky, we finally get him in our clutches, but not without some collateral damage to my balls. I'd like to have a word with whoever said a dog's bark is worse than his bite. But we tie him up, and our plan is going flawlessly. Lenny built a bomb that synced the football game and can be started and stopped with a garage door opener. And Hal is successfully throwing the game. With our evil plan in place, we drive off. And we accidentally left a failsafe in case the bomb doesn't kill the kid and the dog, in the form of Eli's discarded cigar setting fire to the place. Unfortunately, there is yet another snitch in this movie when Chucky's mom calls the police despite me deliberately telling her not to do that. <laughs> Car chases ensue while boy and bingo barbecue is imminent. Bingo escapes his bindings and all he has to do is jump through a flaming doorframe and pull the fire alarm to save the day. But, oh no, all of his aforementioned trauma and backstory from the beginning of the movie gives him... <laughs> Pause. <laughs> the power of love triumphs, and Bingo conquers his fears, pulling the fire alarm. Something that could prove not very helpful if they both die from smoke inhalation or bomb before the fire department gets there. <laughs> In a standoff with the police, we play our winning hand and tell everyone not to do anything stupid or we'll blow up the kid. But I guess we didn't foresee a sheriff valuing the Packers' score over the life of a child <laughs> because he calls Hal and lies to him, saying it's safe to resume playing well with that famous bare foot of his. Well, we have no choice but to restart the timer and blow that kid to kingdom come. Thankfully for him, the fire department is a much more reliable public work than the police, and they've come to save the day. Like Jeremy Renner in The Hurt Locker, Bingo sniffs out the bomb from a pile of identical suitcases and carries it away from the scene. 
and Kablooey was his name. <laughs> we may not have successfully killed a kid, but at least we blew up a dog, cementing our status as perfectly age-appropriate villains in this children's movie. <laughs> Chucky faints in his rush to the hospital, and there's barely a fake-out as his family says that Bingo is in recovery in a hospital room down the hall. All of his friends and enemies from earlier in the movie, most of whom had threatened his life, have gathered to give him well wishes, including us for some reason. Feels like we should have not been included for everyone's sake, but oh well. Chucky asks if he can keep Bingo, and everyone in the room looks expectedly to noted dog hater Hal. How can he say no? But of course, Bingo will have to be fixed. Justice for my balls! How does it feel? That's right, this ending is a victory for us, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. This is Eli, or Lenny, or Eli. I've lost track, signing off from prison. Honestly, my biggest question in this entire movie is why did they need the bomb to have both a remote control and be tied to so the game So he could sync clock. it up with the pauses in the gameplay. Because football pauses yeah, all the time. Outs. So that's why he's listening to the radio and starting it up whenever the gameplay is actually happening. Asked and answered. Yep. Yeah. Once again, Joshua, your <laughs> ignorance of sports have undone you. <laughs> Hoisted by my own lack of sports knowledge. <laughs> Hoisted by my own potard. There, there you go. That's there good. There is. you go. That, yeah, edit that so that's the, the yep, answer. I'll yep. edit it so I sound smart. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I always do. Potard. <laughs> it looks like Bingo blows up. The fire chief is like, we have no sign of Nary a hair, hair to, be, to found. be found. And like a piece of hair floats down. And then immediately they're like, oh, Bingo's in the other room. They go into the hospital room and he's like lying there clearly okay because he's just a little dog. <laughs> and they're like, come on, Bingo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull through. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> there was a moment. There's a bomb in the suitcase. They dump out the bin. There's a bunch of suitcases, right? And Bingo grabs one of those suitcases and runs off. All the human characters, like, you know, arm around Chucky, just watch Bingo run off. Like, what a heroic dog, right? This movie was so crazy. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Was Bingo going to blow up? <laughs> Were all the people going to blow up? And then Bingo would have to be like, uh-oh, and then, like, continue on Bingo's adventure. If I was a betting man, if I was holding a boy hostage and, and sports betting on this, yep, yep. the Easier money would be Bingo takes the bomb away and saves the day, and but is also fine. Yep. But I don't know. Yeah, there's some beautiful magic that, yeah, it, was, it would have been another one of those suitcases. It could have not gone off at all. <laughs> could have, like, fucking Kurt Fuller could have just exploded for whatever reason. Like, he just, he just spontaneously just... combusts. No. I would love that. Yeah, just they look around like, wasn't there supposed to be a (laughs) spontaneously? No, never mind. That's hard. That's That's, hard. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough, buddy. That would have been such an unbelievable ending. Is Bingo trots out. Wow, how did he know? Kaboom! Bingo like looks back, puts down the thing, opens it up. It's a female dog. He winks at the camera. Like, <laughs> or how about it fades to a marble statue of Chucky, and Bingo is putting a bouquet of flowers <laughs> next to Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Beloved, something. Be- beloved owner. <laughs> oh, and for some reason, it's also right next to his mom's marble statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says Taffy, beloved mother, and then it says Chucky, exploded child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shut up. Shut up! I hate that song. Yeah, where the, the felons, in an attempt to get Bingo back. Revenge on a dog. Yeah, to get their revenge <laughs> on a dog. They followed Bingo to the dishwasher job he has. Chucky saw him, like, was able to stop them. Chucky gets kidnapped. They realize they have the field goal kicker of the Green Bay Packers child. And they're like, not, we're going to hold you hostage we're, <laughs> and get money from him. We're going to hold you hostage so that we can bet against the Packers. <laughs> yes! Your dad will throw the game. By the way, Kurt Fuller can make bombs now. <laughs> so he's made down, a bomb. Yeah, they stopped down to explain, I'm the face, I'm the charmer, you're the guy who makes bombs. And it's like, what? <laughs> Was That's that true two scenes ago? I'm not sure. Yeah, but has such a passion for his work, wants to make it so that it will explode right yeah. at the end of the game. He's an to artist. Make it, he's an artist. Yeah, to make it that much sweeter, make the victory over Bingo or whatever, over... Hal Devlin, <laughs> field goal kicker of the, the Packers. Packers. I, or just over the that Packers. That much sweeter. It is a, a, it, yeah. It's such a good joke when the sheriff makes the call <laughs> to lie to Hal because he wants the game to keep going. And he has a plan, which is shoot the remote out of his hand. <laughs> Great plan. Which almost kind of works. Yep. Except it does the classic cartoon, lands on the button. That Hilarious. Lands on the button. Hilarious. The technical side of the cross-cutting between yes! the kick, the remote control, the, the garage doors, doors open. Yes! yes! The crowd. Like, it's like a fucking Peter Yates sequence. <laughs> the cross-cutting is like a 70s political thriller happening. <laughs> like, we get, like real cinema in in like 40 seconds of this movie that is like okay <laughs> right. we're suddenly watching the ending of vanishing point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure devlin misses this field goal and we won't toast the kid i'll think about it think about it what's to think about what about my son dispatch patch me through to the silver dome it's a major emergency what, what are you doing first things first and with the score tied, the Lions call a timeout with 34 seconds remaining. The Lions apparently want Devlin to think a little bit more about this kick. For you. Again? Yeah. This is Sheriff Clay from Green Bay. We've got your boy and everything's okay, so go out there and nail this field goal for Chucky. Give me that. You bet. Thank you, Sheriff. Come on! have money on this game besides i have it all figured out time's running out copper the cut to those garage doors is so funny that's because that, hilarious because even a garage door opener has become like a trope yeah. right like it's it's like a it's a button that does a very simple process so of course like screenwriters in action movies for generations have been like yeah you know what's this it's a garage door opener oh this works on a garage door opener. like i feel like i've heard garage door opener being used to explain important cinematic button for so long 
that then you do it in this movie. I barely even clock it. Well, I didn't uh, until the final beat because I realized thinking back, there were multiple shots of like gar- random garage doors opening every time and closing every <gasps> time there? he was clicking it. Were they? Yeah, 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 yeah. While they're driving. Oh. Yeah, but like you, all, I only remembered the final beat in the cross-cutting montage, but then thinking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that was oh, happening yeah. and I didn't think twice about it. That is so funny and so good. Yeah. I totally I missed it until the last one. That's so funny. It's just opening random garages yes. around. Oh. While they're driving. So like you see yeah. it through the window. It is a directorial hand that makes this movie work, right? Yeah. It's like this movie should be a mess. It's just so much the same thing over and over again until finally it's like, all right, blah, 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 let's do a story, right? In a way that shouldn't work, but it's just you feel so guided through it. And that would be a feat enough if you were directing performers who you could be like, hey, go stand over there, and they go, okay. <laughs> or like, hey, you know, what I'm going to need you to do is this, and they're like, explain it to me again, but in English, I'm a human. <laughs> this was a, a, a like an animal performance, too, at the end of the day. It's up there with the dog from The Thing in terms of like, damn, that's a good performance. <laughs> Also made some real doofy faces sometimes that were so funny. (laughs) Sometimes just a big doofy dog grin. This movie works on every level. Is there more to say about it? I know. That was pretty rappy up. The only other thing that I do want to talk about is the freeze frame at the end. Oh, yes. (laughs) The haggard freeze frame, you mean? The like... (laughs) At the end of the movie, everyone's together, big fish style. It's so weird. I mean, that it's, by itself that is, is so yeah, weird. That is what we're talking about alone. Literally every character. The cop. The cop that pulled him over yeah. was there. Yes. Like, yeah. like, Steve <laughs> and Ginger were there. Yep. I mean, the guys who literally were trying to kill him in the last scene is yeah. just like, well. Two right. seconds yeah. ago. And then they all turn to Hal, and Hal says, as long as we get him neutered. And then Bingo spikes the camera. And then we iris onto his face, <laughs> freeze frame. Poorly. But it's also like, cut yeah, out. Yeah. onto him poorly. poorly. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird because it's like, it's an iris, but they cut out pieces for his ear, but it's wrong. Step aside, George Lucas. This is how you use an iris in a movie. Shoddily and half-assed. <laughs> Can I keep him dead? Can I? Sure, son. Just as soon as we have him neutered. There was a farmer had a farm, and on that farm was a dog. E I E I O E I E I O E I E I O. This is a different song. <laughs> Rip off report card. That's some Berenstain Bears level of messing with my brain, Casey. That's gonna screw me up for life. <laughs> The Bingo Ripoff Report Card is brought to you by The Farmer, who has a special announcement. Please stop reminding him of Bingo. He had a dog. It's in the past, okay? Now he has a marmot, and it's just not the same, but we're all trying to get through it and get on with our lives. A marmot. According to writer Jim Strain's own website, his logline for 1991's Bingo is... The world's cleverest dog runs away from the circus to join a family, which may well be the best single line pitch for a 90s kid and animal buddy (laughs) movie one could possibly ask for. It's true that Strain, upon graduating college at Phillips University in Eden, Oklahoma, 
packed up all his belongings into his van and hightailed it out west to find fortune in the moving pictures. Believe it or not, Bingo was his first produced screenplay. I say believe it or not because it's both wild and youthful, while also surprisingly emotionally captivating, more deft than damnable, and it signifies a, a writer who would clearly go on to do interesting things. And on he did, co-penning notably 1995's Jumanji. Whoa! What? <laughs> before going to Disney with Summer of the Monkeys, clearly Strain found a wellspring from animal hijinks. Interestingly, he actually also did a decent bit of writing for Sports Illustrated, including a story about growing up watching the Broncos, hence the fun nod in Bingo. Jim Strain has largely written kids in kids-adjacent movies, including Alien Xmas with famed creature creators the Chiodo Brothers, but his website reveals a particularly interesting tidbit of bingo paraphernalia. The Bingo, the illustrated rhyme book. Now, on Jim's website, he has pull quotes with some kind words said about his many projects. For the Bingo, the Illustrated Rhyme Book, which you, dear listeners, can procure for a mere $6.27 from Amazon.com, has only a couple of reviews placed delicately upon its Amazon listing. One one-star review he quotes on his website as saying, In this book, Bingo runs away from a circus owner who's trying to shoot him with a shotgun, finds a child drowning... In parentheses, there are pictures of this. He gets caught by a man who butchers dogs, gets caught by thieves who torture him, goes to prison, gets a nose replacement from a vet, picture of this too, gets beaten up by thieves, then the boy gets kidnapped, another picture, kid bound and gagged. They threaten to turn the kid to hamburger. But Bingo takes the bomb away and the kid finally gets to keep him. What part of this is inappropriate for children? <laughs> Six question marks. End quote. <laughs> it should be noted that another quick-witted Amazon reviewer copied the same review, gave it five stars, ending it with, what is not to love in this hilarious 90s dog movie satire book? Question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Bingo has always been one of my favorite movies, and now I have the book. <laughs> so if your little nugget is bingo crazy and your worn-out tape gets warblier by the minute, give it a break and get the kiddo a copy of Bingo, the illustrated rhyme book, and keep that cool dog with shades, which never actually happens in the movie, by your <laughs> little bedside table. And that has been the bingo ripoff report card. Oh my god, I need this book. It is 229. <laughs> oh my god. With a woof woof here and a woof woof there. He just woofed. Can I hear the woof? Do I understand the woof? What is the woof? <laughs> Does the woof mean something? Am I supposed to understand the woof? <laughs> Wait, is that Morse code? Oh my god, what's that? <laughs> Chucky's caught in a foundry with a bomb because <laughs> that farmer had a dog e-i-e-i-o <laughs> rip off report card <laughs> all right give your pooches some smooches no that's gross no i love I it give your dogs hogs <laughs> And you're oh, <laughs> dude, that was worse. You didn't like that one? All right. 
for all our four-legged friends and for even us bipeds, what, now that we've seen Bingo, might last with us all the way until the final test. I'm just interested in why so, so, so many 90s kids movies ended with very frank discussions of their main character's dicks. <laughs> Other example? A gnome named Gnorm. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, yep. Take it back. And the fact that there are two that we've covered on this show... <laughs> means that there are, I'm sure, scores more. I can't wait for the writer's strike to end so that I can sell my new series, Law and Order Special Canine Unit by Dick Wolf. <laughs> nice. Dick. Dick Wolf? Wolf. Yeah. Wolf. <laughs> Dick, comma, Wolf. Wolf. Ooh. I was, at the beginning of this movie, very concerned with what cold cream was <laughs> and whether dogs could eat it and whether it was edible. So I looked up the ingredients and it turns out a major ingredient of cold cream, maybe previously, maybe still to this day, is something called spermaceti, spermaceti. It's a wax derived from an organ, the spermaceti organ in that's in the head of a sperm whale. <gasps> what? And this one really tested my being mean to animals love <laughs> because looking at the uh, the parts of a head of a sperm whale, God, talk about human misuse. The rest of it in the head that isn't the spermaceti organ is called junk. <laughs> oh, my ah. God. That's literally the plot of Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> it is. It's it is. Stuff we put in beauty projects and garbage. Those are the two parts <laughs> of a sperm whale's face. Oh, this is a, a more of a mature kids movie, as we've discussed, but I think it's pretty good to watch with your little ones. Just make sure that you cover their eyes during the hot dog scene sequence. And by little ones, I mean your dog. <laughs> I don't know about humans. I don't care about them kids. Not your kids. <laughs> Not your problem. Thank you so much to our teacher, Philip Marlowe, Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra, and Gabriella Tessitore of Scout Harris for our theme music, Justin Ferrero of the Rizzos for our bed music, and Shearer for our logo, and the entire Video Eye crew, Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, Jamie Kennedy, and me, Josh Roth. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, the websites that are pushing cold cream very cagey about whether or not they still use sperm whale <laughs> very cagey simple equations podcast network